What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show. Today, we are going to be talking about plants. And stay with me here because I'm going to relate it back to something that's probably pertinent to you and your situation wherever you sit here today. But uh, this this type of conversation and this story that I'm about to tell, it kind of came up on a coaching call this morning. And I thought, this would be like the perfect podcast episode. Ideally, it will be short and it will kind of drive a point home that I really want to make here. Um, but I want to tell a quick story and it's kind of a random, irrelevant story, but we're going to use it to kind of set the scene here today. And I want everybody to think back to a time where somebody brought them a fucking house plant as a gift. Okay. Stay with me, but I'll share an experience with you. Um, what is like the most common house plant that people bring you if like there's a housewarming party or it's Valentine's day or it's the holidays or someone graduated, it's a fucking orchid plant, right? That orchid plant, you, you guys have probably seen them. It's got like the big stem, usually like a piece of wood holding them together or like two straight pieces of wood holding the plant upright. Really beautiful when it when it blooms and it's, uh, it's usually like a go-to plant that's pretty inexpensive that can kind of look good anywhere. Uh, this last year, my wife and I, uh, I forget what the occasion was. It might've been like our anniversary or something we randomly got like three orchid plants in the span of like a week of people just like giving us gifts. And I, I, I laugh now because looking back, I, I didn't think about this in the moment. I'm not that much of a psychopath, but just kind of able to connect the dots backwards now that I, as I put these stories together, but this plant lasted like less than two weeks, like alive, right? And in a perfect world, you just keep the pot or whatever it is, or you can replant it and you can continue to water it and, you know, give it sunlight or whatever it is. And that, that, you know, will, that plant will bloom again in the future. That never happens, right? I don't, I, and I've all, I'm not a botanist here and I, I don't want all the plant people out there coming at me with this, but, um, uh, the orchids are the most fucking fragile flower or plant on the planet. And it was just comical to me because uh, I kind of looked into it too. But like uh, Katie kind of has been getting into, Katie's my wife, getting into like planting and having house plants and keeping things alive. And it can be kind of difficult if like if you don't have a background in it and you're kind of just learning on the whim and, and you know, you're teaching yourself how to do these things because all these plants have different temperaments. But the orchid plant I found in particular is the most temperamental, sensitive, um, just unresponsive or like unadaptable plant I've ever seen in my life. And I, I remember it just so randomly, so clearly though. It came like two weeks or three weeks after we got these plants, whatever event had passed, and all of these fuckers were dead or the flower fell off or whatever happens to an orchid plant. Um, and I remember at the moment we kept one and we threw the other two away and, uh, sorry to whoever gave us those orchid plants. It's not what the story is about, but I remember Katie trying to bring this orchid plant back to life. And, um, with exception to my sister here and hang with me, I promise I'm going to get to, uh, to the main points I'm driving at here soon. But the, uh, the only person that I got to give a shout out to that I've known to be able to bring this fucker back to life is my sister. I don't know what she does. She's got an orchid plant that's like growing up the side of her wall. It's gorgeous. It blooms every year. Like kudos to you, Amy. Big shout out here. Um, literally nobody else that I know has been able to successfully like keep an orchid plant and keep it for years on end. But we tried to do it 
right? And and again, with the intention in the beginning of just holding on to it and seeing if we can keep it alive. But, you know, a month or two months went by and this plant looked horrible. Like it, it was discolored or uh, it, we were, thought we were doing everything right with it. I say we, Katie, I was kind of her emotional support animal throughout this process. But uh, um, just being frustrated, this plant was like literally dying, like actively dying on us. And, and from what we thought we were doing, everything right. But comes to turn out, again, the orchid plant is just so, it's so sensitive, right? Like you, you feed it too much water, it dies. You don't give it enough water, it dies. You give it too cold of water, it dies. You don't give it enough sunlight, it dies. You, you give it too much sunlight or too much sun exposure, it dies. If it's too hot or cold in the room, it dies, right? Like if it's too humid, like it doesn't thrive, um, it takes fucking forever to make these things bloom again, not to mention too, if you have all these other things dialed in. And a lot of times it just doesn't make it worthwhile to keep that thing in your house, to give that much attention to that thing for a lack of return on your, you know, investment of what you're trying to do to, to bring it back to life and to, to keep it afloat here. And, um, I just think relating it back here to what I want to talk about is like, I think too many people are like orchids in this world, uh, at least when it comes to their health and fitness. And this, this pertains to a lot of other areas uh, as well. Um, but too many people, I think, and again, this is my opinion. This is just me working with people for the last three years now, uh, even beyond that in a clinical setting when I first started my career as a dietitian. But there's so many people out there, especially in the health and fitness space today, that feel like they need to have the perfect environment for them to blossom, right? And they, and they think they need to have everything perfect and in a row for everything to work and for you to get the end result that you are after or whatever your overarching goal is that you're working towards. And it's just, it's the furthest thing from the truth, right? But so many people are like priding themselves on, on, you know, trying to be perfect. If we're relating it to taking care of this orchid right now, if like, trying to be perfect with their calories and macros and getting the perfect workout split in throughout the week and getting the perfect amount of steps all the time and making the perfect choices when they go out to uh, whatever restaurant or if they're traveling on vacation or maybe they're traveling for work, right? In the fucking moment they mess up or quote unquote mess up because you can't mess this up, I promise you. The only way you can mess this up, this whole health pursuit is if you give up completely, um, which ironically is what happens to people when they think they mess up, right? They have a bad meal away from home. They indulge on more dessert than they wanted to. They, they overate past the point of being comfortable one meal. Uh, maybe they went a week-long stretch you know, for a business or work trip and they miss all their workouts for the week. Maybe they didn't get their water in for the day. Maybe they drank too much alcohol. And what happens is these single events or these maybe these weekends or a week right? They turn into two days, right? And they, they turn this switch off in the back of your head like, well, fuck it. Like I, I, I didn't execute it. I fucked up here. So that means I'm not going to be able to see the progress I'm hoping for. So what's the point of even trying to continue if, if I'm not going to see the results that I'm, you know, I'm wanting to see. And I felt the same way about treating this fucking orchid back um, to a year ago now. And we're going to get more orchids in the future, whatever. We'll put it out on display and throw it away. But it's the same mindset, right? It's like, hey, you, you try and water this thing or you put it in the perfect place or you try and put it with a combination of other flowers. And before you know it, that damn flower is dying or you lose its bloom and there's just nothing to show for it. 
And because there is no finished product, because there's no perfect flower on it, like I got into this mindset, my wife and I got into this mindset of like, what's the point of doing that? Like I'd rather just throw it away and not even take care of it. So, um, what I'm saying here is uh, I just, I want people to be less like orchids. Okay. There's anything I want you to, to remember from today is like, be less like an orchid. Okay. I, uh, I don't want you to think that you have to have the perfect circumstances, the perfect environment, um, the perfect routine to get to, you know, your best self and to, to make yourself blossom fucking bullshit. It's just, it's not how life works, right? Life will inevitably slap you in the face and whatever your, you know, definition of perfect is for your routine and for your lifestyle is inevitably going to, you know, get derailed or challenged or um, be absent during a period of life when maybe some of these things have to be put on the back burner because there's more pressing things or more urgent things that you have to attend to. And again, when people have this mentality of like, I'm an orchid, I, you know, I, I need all the perfect scenarios in order to continue to make progress and to, to be the best version of myself. Like it's just a losing battle 10 out of 10 times. All right. And what I want you to do instead is to be a fucking garden weed, right? Be a garden weed. We all know what garden weeds we're talking about. I'm talking about that garden weed that's in your pavers right now. That's comes back every fucking year. It comes back every other week the type of weed that is difficult as hell to get out of, right? You go to down, you kneel down, you pick the head off. All you do is you tear the top part off because that weed is so, you know, enrooted in that, in that paver that it's hard to pull that thing out. I'm talking about the weed that fucks your nails up and your knuckles up, like makes your knuckles kind of scratched and bloody because you have a hard time picking so many of these weeds out. I'm talking about the weeds. When you spray that shit, they come back stronger three weeks later and they double in size and they double in the amount of weeds that are there, right? Like be this garden weed that literally is able to thrive on absolutely nothing. Just whatever circumstance they're in, they're coming back and they're coming back with the vengeance. Um, and I just want to, I want to speak to this concept of like resiliency because I, I don't think a lot of people appreciate the fact that like, being resilient is a literal superpower when it comes to your health and fitness and when it comes to your health and fitness pursuits alongside everything else in life, right? This is very, this is very relatable to your finances in, in your relationships and your work life and, you know, your social life, even just like being relentless in your pursuits, right? There's a, you can be patiently relentless, right? But just having this mindset of like, I'm going to continue showing up whatever the circumstances, at whatever capacity that I'm able to show up in, I'm going to continue to do that. And that is where progress lives. That is where likely your best life and your best mindsets live, okay? Be more like a garden weed, okay? Continue to be relentless. Continue to just come back year after year and never settle, right? Like, like you, you can lay all the weed layers you want. You could put rocks over your new little area, but you bet your ass in a year and a half, you're going to see a handful of weeds coming up. Like just be relentless in whatever situation, whatever is suppressing you, whatever life event is kind of holding you down. Make that an opportunity to continue to practice the things that you know you're capable of doing in that moment and then living with that, right? And appreciating the fact that that is actually a form of progression for you and 
also like making these environments conducive to what you need to do, right? It's just, it's something that not a lot of people have in, in, in the absence of like visible progress or feeling like you're hitting your list perfectly for the day. You know, a lot of people get caught up in this mindset of like, if that's not there, then they're not actually making progress or, th- or they're regressing, right? Or they're just staying still. When in reality, there's a lot of progress to be made when there's a lot of shit happening and, and you don't have the perfect environment to continue to grow in. Like a lot of people have different seasons of our life where they can put more effort into their health and their fitness. They can put more effort into tracking or they can, they can uh, meal prep every single Sunday because they don't have kids, right? And they're not at soccer practice, right? But then you get to a season of your life where Maybe you're working more. Maybe you're working 70 hours a week in the summer because that's when your work is most busy. Or maybe you're a CPA or, or you're a doctor. You've got, you got all these things going on. Maybe you're, maybe you're working for waste management and you're just grinding your fucking face off, right? And then and there's all these excuses as to why you couldn't be diligent or why you couldn't you know, implement some of these things that are kind of these fundamental habits that we try and get you to a standard at. Getting enough water, managing your calories, eating enough protein, getting enough fiber in throughout the course of the day, eating diverse amounts of food, getting enough steps in throughout the day, resistance training and lifting hard um, or getting any type of exercise in for that matter, like whatever it is that you're working towards. Maybe you're an ultra runner. Maybe you just casually like to do 5Ks on fucking Thanksgiving every year. Like whatever it is for you, just know that every season of life that you're in, you can continue to make progress and strides in a positive direction. And you do not have to go through these seasons of life where, hey, I, you know, I'm in the summer and I have a lot more time and attention. I can meal prep and I can hit this really hard. Um, but then when school starts again or whatever starts again, then everything just gets put on the back burner and, and you kind of say, fuck it and don't do anything at all. Man, that's what an orchid would do, right? Like what would a weed do in that situation? right? Like, okay, you have classes starting again. You're working 40 hours a week. You got to take the kid to practice. Uh, you got to have somewhat of a relationship with your spouse as well, right? Like making time for yourself and your family. What can you fit in inside that, right? Like, can we make better decisions if we can't meal prep when we're at the cafeteria at work or when we're driving to, to um, lunch with our coworkers? What decisions can we make that are more conducive to your goals there? right? Can we get some walks in after eating sometimes? Like, can we take some breaks at work and and meditate for 10 minutes? You know, can we prioritize a morning routine and get enough water in? And so mobility work first thing in the morning before you start your day. Like, can you prioritize getting a plant in or a vegetable with every single dinner that you have? Cause you know, you have control over making the food at home. Every little thing that you can think of matters, right? But what what people get in the routine of is like if they can't do one or two or three of those things or if they can't put their perfect plan that maybe they're accustomed to doing on paper or put that into or implement that into their routine uh, whatever their life looks like now then they just don't do anything at all and that's the shit that just makes people go and, and run in this little hamster wheel year after year after year, sometimes decade after decade after decade, and they can never actually get out of it because they think everything has to be perfect all the time for them to see perfect results and for them to maintain that, um, which again is just, it's a fucking orchid mindset and it's not what I want people to do, okay? Um, now I need to take a step back here cause I'm catching myself. Like, I, I don't want this to sound like I'm giving you a big pep talk, right? Like, I, like you should just white knuckle everything and, and just 
buckle down and, and try and grind out everything and just do it anyway in, you know, in, in the face of whatever it else that you have going on in your life, right? We have to remember that there is a spectrum of what is possible for you, what your life is, you know, conducive of, uh, um, um, to keep in your routine, what you can implement into your routine. And I just want you to remember that your definition of health and fitness and success will look very different from your partner's or from mine or from somebody you see on Instagram um, or maybe your best friend. So keeping that into context, like I don't want you to sit here and listen to this and think, oh, fuck, yeah, I, I, I just got to, yeah, we all have the same 24 hours. Like I just got to do this and, and sacrifice sleep and do all these things. You know, it's like, that's not what I'm asking here. I just, I really want you to, to appreciate the fact that Throughout the different seasons of your life, you're going to have more or less time to allocate to things like your health, things like your fitness, tracking food, getting in meal prep, going grocery shopping a certain amount of times per week, being able to you know get your workouts in, how many workouts you get in throughout the course of the week, what your step count is going to be like. Like there's a lot of things that are environment driven that are very. Um, um, you know, routine driven that will fall off or will be able to increase depending on the season of life that you're in. And I just want you to be honest with yourself of what is possible uh, within the season of life that you're in right now. Like what is possible, what's feasible and, and can you act on that? Can you take on a little bit more than what you've been able to handle right now? Do you need to take a little bit off your plate and, you know, do some of the other things better instead of trying to stretch yourself super thin and do all the things all the time, right? Like, like you have to reallocate like what what fucks you're giving and where you're giving those things, right? Because you can't give a fuck about everything all the time. And I just want you to reprioritize, you know, what you can do and what acknowledge what you can't do and then appreciate the fact that, hey, maybe this season of life is temporary or maybe I'm just getting up to a different baseline or a different operating capacity than what I've been this time last year, right? And that can be a definition of progress or success in your own words. So I, um, I, just, I don't want people to think that they need to do all the things all the time. For somebody, that literally might look like, hey, I'm a runner. I, I, this time of the year, days get shorter, work gets longer. Uh, I have to run on the treadmill a little bit more, or, you know, I'm not able to get as many miles in throughout the course of the week, but what can I do around that? Or can I go on a longer run? Or can I still maintain at least one or two runs throughout the course of the week instead of not running at all? Um, can I make it to the gym or can I join a gym that, you know, I can get on the tread or do something that might look different from runner to runner, right? Or maybe you're somebody who is just trying to survive right now and work is kicking your ass and you're planning for a wedding and you're back in school and list out all the things that, you know, people get slapped in the face, right? Like life just inevitably happens. It's like, hey, maybe that's a really good time to practice not tracking your food and not being overly neurotic with like everything that you're putting in your body and sticking to bigger principles. Like, what does my plate composition look like? Am I able to get a protein source with every meal throughout the course of the day, whether I'm eating at home or not, right? Um, maybe it looks like all you could do right now and think about is like getting a minimum amount of water intake for the day. Maybe you're shooting for 90 or 100 ounces a day and that's that's a victory for you, right? And I bet your ass, as much or as little as you can do, you will be that fucking garden weed just popping up over and over again, no matter what season it is, no matter what climate it is, no matter what life situation you're in, you bet your ass you can continue to grow and you can continue to just keep showing up and keep pissing people off around you because you refuse to wait for the perfect time or the perfect environment 
to continue pursuing whatever it is that you think is important to you. Okay. Make that shit a priority now. Don't get lost in the weeds, you know, metaphorically speaking here with like all the stuff, thinking you have to do all the things all the time. Um, but continue to try and be a weed yourself instead of getting lost in them. Okay. I, uh, wow. My mouth is just dry right now. So I, uh, I apologize if that was a long rant. Just wanted to get my point across here that like life doesn't have to be perfect. You don't have to have the perfect situation, you know, to see the perfect results. Being a weed is arguably one of the best things that you could do, right? It's just, uh, it's a good analogy. It's a good example. It's something I used on a client call today. And uh, it's something that I resonate with personally. And I hope you found some, uh, some ability to relate to that throughout that little rant as well. I'm going to just end the podcast on this note because I could probably talk forever about this, but if you listen to this whole episode, I really appreciate you be a weed, whatever that looks like for you. And you know, you will see progress compound over and over and over again. And before you know it, months, years, decades go by and you're going to be a completely different person having this mindset of showing up, taking imperfect action, you know, working with whatever resources you have in that moment and just making the most of that instead of thinking everything has to be perfect all the time. It's just a losing recipe is thinking that you have to be perfect. And if you can't be perfect, then you're not doing anything at all. So appreciate the small wins as they come and just keep showing the fuck up. Okay. Cause no one else is going to do that for you. All right. Until next time, remember to you with the purpose, turn with attention and think with confidence as you work towards your own nutrition and fitness goals. Appreciate you listening as always. I'll see you on the next episode. I'll talk to you soon. Peace. Thank you again for listening to this episode. If you found value and enjoyed it, it would mean the world to me if you posted a screenshot to your social media. If you do, make sure you tag me so I can say thanks. Or if you're on iTunes, scrolling down and leaving a five-star review would be much appreciated. And if you ever want to get in touch with me, you can always find me on Instagram at LukeSmithRD. Thanks again for tuning in, and I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. I'll see you on the next episode.